And so, good morning, everyone. Reverend Allen here, and uh, so good to see you here this morning. For uh, today's is a special day. We are um, going to be having our installation ceremony here in just a little bit, but I, I'm going to take a few minutes to sort of um, touch base or nod to our theme for this month, which is what? Reaching higher. Reaching higher. Reaching higher. And I'm assuming, yes, <laughs> if you didn't know, it's on the screen. Reaching higher is our theme this month. Reaching higher. You know, when we've made a decision, Raymond Charles Barker says there's only one success program. That is, know what you want. Right? Know what you want. Spend some time. What is it that I really want? Actually, in our self-mastery class, we just started this week, that is uh, an invitation to uh, this class is that three times a day to actually ask, you know, after checking in, what am I feeling? To ask, what do I want? What do I need? But when we have, when we know what we want and then we make a decision for it, we then take action. We take action from that decision. This is the su success program. He says there's only one. That's the way it unfolds. When you decide for something, then take action on it. It shall be yours. Well, this theme of reaching higher, we started last week in, in acknowledging that there are times when we are looking to move forward in our life that there can be barriers or obstacles or things can seem to jump in our way. Anyone ever had that experience? Maybe you're having that experience now. <laughs> and it's the nature, it's the nature of life. We bump up against the limits of our own, our own past conditioning. You know, when we're trying to step into a place we've never been before, a dream, a vision, uh, to have a new experience. If we've never been there before, well, there's going to be sometimes some navigating. And I've been using the story from the Old Testament of the Bible, and I'm going to touch on it again. And I didn't know that I was going to be using the same story for three weeks in a row. But with the children of Israel going from the promise, from Egypt, from slavery into the promised land. Now, metaphysically or allegorically, you could say this is going from the journey, from our reasoning mind, trying to figure things out, making the journey from there to the journey of the heart. Where we know, where we know that, that life is good, that there is flow, we are connected to source in our heart. That's the land of milk and honey. It's from that place of connection to source. But to make that journey, out of our heads and into our hearts. The slavery, the bondage of trying to figure things out to where we can trust and know that our good is provided for. So I've been using this story as a metaphor for our own lives to reach higher. We've made the decision, I'm going, I am, I am making that journey. I am putting beside, behind the old life and I'm stepping forward. And last week we talked about how to reach forward. Well, sometimes when those walls are standing in front of you or your back is up against it, you need to surrender. You need to surrender that there is a higher idea, that there is one that knows that intelligence is within you and it is guiding you and leading you. But if your eyes are fixed on the problem, Instead of tuning in, then you're going to miss it. So what we're to do is to stop 
and acknowledge and what is mine to do? What is mine to do? I am your servant. We are the means by which life is demonstrating in the world. We are the channel by which love is demonstrated in the world. Do you believe that? When we look around and say, you know, oh, but look at this one and look at that one. There's so much strife. There's so much pain. There's so much suffering. Why doesn't somebody do something? Yes. Why doesn't somebody do something? Life. What would you have me do? So we surrender to that and we take off our shoes. We take off that which is standing between us. Between us and the perfection and the wholeness. Now, this moment is a divine gift. This is holy ground. Holy, holy, holy. May I live holy, holy. So we take off our sandals. We surrender. And then we, we act on the guidance that we receive. That's what we talked about that last week. But, you know, there's a little piece. This was with the, the city of Jericho. That was the story that I used to illustrate those points. But there was something that actually happened that happened right before that. Before the children of Israel, another name for the Jewish people or the Hebrews, that another, it was before the children of Israel actually stepped across the border into the promised land, the land that was promised to their ancestors. Moses, who was still alive at the time, he was the prophet that led the people out of Egypt. And they traveled in the wilderness for 40 years. 40 is a sacred number. It's, it's a number, a symbolic, a metaphor, the, uh, a symbol of as long as it takes. It takes as long as it takes. You know, 40 days, 40 nights. We've heard all through the Bible. This is how you can know that these are metaphors. That these are spiritual teachings. Yes, there is some historical and there's stories in there. but And there's poetry and there's history and there's all of this. But there's also great spiritual lessons. Forty. So they're traveling through the wilderness for 40 days and they come to the border. They come to the border of the land. And it's like, whoo. And Moses told them that, well, God is with us and God is going to help us clear the land and, and, and so that we can inhabit it. But we need to see what's, what is on the other side of that hill, so to speak. So they sent 12 spies into the land. One person from each of the 12 tribes of Israel. If you want to think like clans. One of these, 12, they sent them into there. And go and see what you can see and come back and give us a report. And you want to know how long it took? How long the spies were gone? 40 days. It takes as long as it takes, I tell you. They were gone as long as it took to do what they needed to do to be able to come back with a report. And here they came back and all the people gathered around. I can just imagine, think about, here they come back. So these people, 40 years have been longing and waiting. When are we going to be able to go home? To have a place that is ours. And here they come. They're coming. And people are rushing and saying, what, what, what is the report? What do they have to say? And here they came. And I have, this is a verse from the Bible. And this is the report that they came to say. We went into the land to which you sent us. And it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. It says that they were carrying 
um, bunches of grapes that were so big that they needed to be carried by two individuals across like they were carrying. It was just huge. It was the bountiful, so great. Here's its fruit. But, but the people who live there are very powerful. And the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there. I don't know who that is, and that's not the important part. But the, the people there are powerful. There were giants in the land. The report was, it's like, oh, you know what? Oh, it's beautiful, yes. Look at all these grapes here. Have Taste and have some. But, but... Oh, the butt. If we want to reach higher, we need to get our butt out of the way. <laughs> but there's giants, and we are like grasshoppers to them. We're like grasshoppers. There's no, there's no way that we can overcome these difficulties. And the next slide. Then Caleb. There were two of the 12 who actually had something else to say. Yeah, yeah, there are giants in the land. But then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. Of the 12 that came back, there were two that said, yep, those, these are the facts of the situation, and with God all things are possible. When we're reaching higher and our back is against the wall, if we just pause and stop for a moment and think of all the times in our life when it worked out. The fact that you're sitting here today, I know that whatever and wherever you've been and whatever you've been through, it worked out. You're sitting here. But I'm going through something now. And we and certainly do it. With God, all things are possible. With life within us, the life that is calling you forward. Ernest Holmes says that we should, that from the desires of our heart, we should press forward because they are an echo of what life is seeking to demonstrate through you. Oh, somebody needs to do something. The desire that we have, somebody needs to do something. We are the channel by which love is demonstrated. Do something. Know the truth. And that's what starts it. You will never step forward. You will never reach higher unless you are convinced that you can certainly do it. And of those 12, only two of them, only the two that believed that they could do it, crossed the border into, that, into the promised Why am I telling you this? In this teaching of science of mind, it is our work to make the material spiritual. This means that we aren't just walking by sight, by what is possible, by what is reasonable, by what is, oh, makes sense. This is the way that our family's always done it, and this is the way that it needs to be done. We're reaching higher for a new desire. Life is seeking to demonstrate something greater by means of us. And for us to only walk by our sight, by material, there's giants in the land. We need to find another way. 
our work as religious scientists, as those who are who decided to live a spiritual life, is to see God in it. To know that this is what my good looks like while it's working out. That this that's in front of me, that there's God here, there's good here, and we can do it. We make the material spiritual. We look for the spiritual solution. Today in our, in our ceremony for installing our new practitioners, practitioners, we're all practitioners. Do you know that in science of mind, we are all practitioners. What the ceremony we're having today are for those who have said, this is a path of mine. And I have heard a call in my life. I have heard a call in my life to go and look. To go and look and see and to come back with a report and say to any and all, with God, we can certainly do this. This is what a practitioner, this is what a licensed practitioner's work is. To give the report of God. God's work in this business, in this life, or whatever problems we may be facing. So today we are, we're all called to see the truth and know the truth. But those who have heard it, the call in their heart to say, yes, I am here. How would you have me serve? And I am to serve by knowing the truth. I am here to serve God by serving the world to know the truth. To know that love is present, light is present, life is present, regardless of what the circumstances, regardless of how tall the giants are or how big the problem may seem. This is our work as practitioners, all of us. But today in our ceremony, we're going to be honoring those and, and celebrating those and recognizing those who have who have heard the call, who've said yes to it, and are committing to be that presence and that voice here in this community. What do you see when, as you're traveling through your life? Do you see the giants? They may make you feel like grasshoppers. But with God, all things are possible. Remember that. And if you don't remember it, find a practitioner. Find a practitioner, someone who will join you in knowing that and give you that report. Let's celebrate the rest. Let's celebrate and have the ceremony today. Peace and love. Namaste.